Hollywood's biggest stars are out tonight. Dirty Potter, Marilyn No More, Jane Blunt, The Greasy Wizard, Wisecrack, Chop Suey, Nosferatine, and of course, F. Parker CFO. It's Hollywood's night to shine on Oser, The Hollywood Roast. Welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside Heather Ann Campbell. Hey, Nick Weiger. I'm Heather Ann Campbell. I'm beside Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Oh, there's that catchphrase we love. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello. Oh. It doesn't feel the same you and I saying it. No, no it's it doesn't. gotta come from him. It's mine. <laughs> and it's so popular now that sportscasters are throwing it into broadcasts. Yeah, I saw someone uh, hit a dinger. And uh, the 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 broadcaster said, "Hello, everyone!" Yes. Just as it went over the outfield wall. Now I know it's not baseball season currently, but, but they were. They, it happened anyway. It did. They did an <laughs> exhibition baseball match, so this guy could debut this new catch. They're race. like, "We got to do it." It doesn't make sense to do it at football or hockey, right? We gotta get baseball. We could say hello, everyone, after a thunderous slam dunk, but it wouldn't have quite the same impact. No, and actually, they would actually they'd get upset. Do you guys think that I I fully believe that if you did this nonstop for years, that people at home when listening to the podcast would be like, "Hello, everyone!" Like they right. chime in, like anything that you repeat forever is a catchphrase. I'm it's- trying to do. I'm trying to Mandela affect an entire community of people that listen to our show. But wait, that's not how that. No, that would mean that before you had been saying something else and then you started saying well I am going to change it in this universe oh you're eventually going to change it and people will be like Matt used to say hello everyone but you'll be saying something new that also only works if you erase the old podcasts and re-upload them I have some homework for you Devin (laughs) Uh, you know we have a a, boy we have a real just wretched game to discuss this week I really did not like it. But before we get into that, before we descend into gaming hell, uh-huh. it is time once again to spend 70 seconds in gaming heaven. We will discuss something that is giving us gaming pleasure this week. That's a weird way to say it. Uh, <laughs> a game we were enjoying this week. It's giving us pleasure. <laughs> the best kind. Gaming pleasure. <laughs> Uh, so, Matt, uh, count us down, and we'll talk for 70 seconds about a good game. All right, here we go. Here, the timer starts now. Oh, you're, Nick just pointed at me. He didn't... <laughs> we discussed it in advance. I thought you guys were going to talk about Pokemon, which I haven't, I haven't played Sword and Shield yet. Well, but didn't you kind of introduce it that way? Because you said, we're going to talk about... So I thought that segment was off. And oh. then, I'm, and then I, I was... Okay, so... Right, we wasted I'm, no, 16 seconds so far. I'm, I'm playing Pokemon Sword. It's great. Uh, the animation is fantastic. Very nice. The music's a little much. Uh, it's yeah. a little much. It's really mm. busy and intense, but otherwise, it's a very, very pleasurable experience. And I'm really looking forward to my first ever, no, second ever battle against a person because Matt Apodaca plays. So I'm going to get to actually <laughs> battle another person in Pokemon. Yes, uh, I'm very excited to battle you and absolutely wipe the floor with you. Um, wow. And but to the <laughs> to the point of the the sounds, the music being too loud. You have to find an uh, an NPC in the game. Game to get the ability to turn the music down. He has, there's like, in it's like, in words, it's more immersive this way, I guess. So he gives you special headphones that give you volume control. Wow. Which is so stupid to me. Three, <laughs> two, two, one. one. <laughs> I guess I said a mean you, thing. I complained. Yeah. You were so in the mode of the podcast that you were like, you know what? Fuck Pokemon. I fucking hate that game and it ruined my fucking life. Everything is good about it. That thing is. Particularly one of the stupider things you could do. You, I'm, but you leaned in. That was your first. You, you were I'm fucking, livid. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I just like they. I haven't. I haven't played the game yet. Although I, I did purchase it. Uh, but the. I'm gonna play. It. I'm gonna play. It. I bought it in anticipation of playing it. But the Pokeball head guy, I love. Oh, uh, yeah, he's like great. Buff. Yeah, he's like he's fucking jacked. Yeah, he's, he's a re- hunk from the waist down <laughs> and a freak from the he- the neck up. 
Uh, I said waist down. <laughs> Neck down. He's just got a built lower body. <laughs> Fucking twerp torso. And a giant Pokeball head. And a huge piece. Uh, this week we play Oh Sir, The Hollywood Roast, released in 2017 for PC Mobile and Switch. It's a spinoff and PS4 as well. It's a spinoff slash sequel of 2016's Oh Sir, The Insult Simulator, made by Polish developer Vile Monarch and fe- features stylized parodies of celebrities and fictional characters engaged in a verbal 2D fighting mechanic. And to discuss with us, our guest is a writer and comedian from Russian Doll, Big Mouth, and Man Seeking Woman, Shiraco Dunlap. Hi, Shiraco. Hi, Shiraco. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. What a treat. Oh, I'm having a great time. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> um, so the so uh, let's start here because I, we you know I, Heather knows you better. Heather's worked with you. Um, I'm meeting you for the first time today. But you, I understand that you are a Switch owner. Are you much of a gamer? Um, it, you know. I guess I'd say no, but I was gaming from the time I was very little because wow. my in a very in the nerdiest possible way because my sister is about a decade older and she ran the um text-based role-playing games on MUDs. Oh wow, oh, wow. yeah. That's Do really you cool. know these games? I yeah, played some is, of them, yeah. This is how I started. So she was like 20 and I was like 11 and I was like, "Oh, north, south." Get fork. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the thing was, I like I've always hated fighting. I've hated battle mm. in games, and so she would give me all these like weapons for gods and level a hundred players, and I was like level two, and I'd like take all the weapons, and then I'd just sit there with graph paper in real life and be like, north leads to a dead end, <laughs> and like east is to a cottage. <laughs> Wait, so you had in-game items, but you weren't playing in the game. You were doing your own version offline? No, I was in the game, but I would just explore and make maps. Oh, got it. Okay. It was really not the point of the game at all, but I loved it. And I didn't like fighting other players. Right. I didn't like fighting like monsters or anything. It scared me. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm still like that. And I played Zelda recently, and I was like, I when I discovered you could just run from everything, I was like, this game rules. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of like the... I, I do kind of like when you can bypass combat, whether it's through stealth or, or you know, just fleeing, just like sprinting. It is kind of fun, so it is kind of gratifying sometimes. Because I am at heart a coward. So if I can, you know, duck behind something or just <laughs> a- avoid conflict entirely by, by running. When you said, I am... A coward. The room nodded in yeah, silence. No, <laughs> Shocking nobody. Agreement. Yeah, agreement. Yeah. <laughs> and he's come to terms with that. When you play Metal Gear Solid, you think it's a hiding game, not a sneaking game. <laughs> I just find, I just go in a locker like <laughs> immediately, and I just stay there for like forty hours. <laughs> Hope the game completes itself. So, uh, so muds, multi-user dungeons. I remember playing these. They were like you were saying they were text-based, and they'd be. I, I remember other players, but you weren't interacting with them directly. They were all, right? <laughs> you were. I actually, you were? I actually just remembered, because there was, like, a way to speak directly to people. Okay. Like, DMs, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a way to speak to the entire mud. And I remember I brought a friend into the game whose name was Jen, who was not even remotely a gamer. She was, like, a very cool girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is what I'm doing. She's like, I want to play the game. And then she came in and she said... Hi, Shiraco. And I was like, no! <laughs> I was like, so upset. I was like, my name's Philandra. <laughs> you got doxxed in a mud? Uh, you might be yeah, the first person to ever be doxxed. Before it was in. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm just, I'm trying to remember what I, because what I played, and I played one of them, and I played it on a, in a bullet, on a bulletin board, and I don't remember interacting with people directly, but I remember other people also playing. It was more just, and it was just a roguelike. You'd go and then you'd, you'd collect items and then eventually you'd die. I didn't, I didn't play MUDs at all. Yeah. I was on my, or my parents had prodigy dial up and on, on this like orange <laughs> and black screened computer. Mm-hmm. And there was some kind of interactive role playing game, but it was the kind where you would like post to a board Whatever it was that you were doing, and then somebody else would just post, and oh, you wow. would read it like a story, but it was somehow a game. Does that ring a bell? Not, no, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly <laughs> what you're describing. Uh, sounds like it sounds, would be a game, A though. multi-user like a... storytelling experience. Mm. Was it Reddit? Yeah, yeah it was Reddit. <laughs> it was Reddit. So you talked about you have been playing games since you were, you were younger. Do you have any all-time favorites or any games that really stuck with you beyond the MUDs? Um, beyond the MUDs, I mean... 
I don't know. I loved um I used to play Echo the Dolphin. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And Sonic. But like I say this with trepidation because the thing is my sister would play, like I remember her playing Echo and getting all the way to the end and then just handing me the thing and I'd jump over the rock and I was like, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm amazing. And then as I've played as an adult, I'm like, I'm very bad at video games. It took me so long with uh, Zelda. That's the first real game I've played. Mm Mm-hmm. In a long time. I the, played the new Port- one, Breath of the Wild? Yeah, yeah, I played Portal with an ex-boyfriend, and that kind of got me back into games. I was like, wow, these are beautiful ways to tell stories. Right. What a cool thing. Uh, and But he also similarly like did all the things, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't. Spatial awareness. What's that? <laughs> um, but then Zelda I like had to talk about in therapy, and I did it a lot, and I was like scared of everything and she was like yeah it's a map it's you know there's you don't know where you're gonna go you don't even have a map sometimes and I was like yes (laughs) 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 it's hard (laughs) you you've you when we first so we first worked together on this show called Miracle Workers and you you said that you were in that you played video games in that room and it was the most intimidating thing I had ever like because you seem like a, a real regular person like a, like you have like balanced interests and mm. likes and and like confidence and thank you so much and so like when when i was like oh oh no that's that's my thing and i got nothing now i've got like there's another human in this room right. who, who plays games <laughs> but, and, then, but then all you hear is like yeah i play text-based interactive fiction <laughs> and escape games from japan <laughs> like, that's it that's the games that i play and i keep downloading games on the switch and i haven't found one that i really love the way i love breath of the wild mm. until oh sir <laughs> you monsters <laughs> uh, well before we get into to, to, to that specific game, I, I did want to ask you because you have a piece, a, a New Yorker piece from a few years ago, The Sims You Left Behind. Uh, it's a very funny piece, and I wanted to ask if you had, I want to ask about your background with the game, The Sims, or The Sims franchise in general. I, like, were you playing it? Were you really into it for a time? I was into it. I was into all those Sim games, like yeah. Sim City. Um, Good game. There was, yeah, there were, you could build like roller coasters and stuff. Was that Sim Coaster? I'm just making roller it up. Coaster but, roller Coaster Tycoon. Roller Coaster Tycoon. But those were all really fun. Or to me and they still I still get into games like that like on my iPad like Boom Beach (laughs) anyone I'm sorry I haven't (laughs) played Boom Beach (laughs) they're these like they're not fun (laughs) Um, but like The Sims they're worlds that you just build and build and build and you're like finally I have a million credits and then you're like I gotta delete this oh right yeah (laughs) like why have I done this but it somehow has worked you through some like severe anxiety wait Boom Boom Beach looks like Sim City it's just like it's it's like a you're building like a like a weapons base and attacking ships are attacking you and you're trying to defend sort of like Clash of Clans yeah oh got it it's so you, the same, but like lamer. So you like non real time combat, but like it's not the idea of warfare that's upsetting to you in a game. It's just like the actual like hand eye coordination, like sword based stuff. I love, don't get me wrong, I love warfare. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just get really like, I'm like an anxious person. Mm-hmm. And like, like when things jump out at me, it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. And I like, I, I was like playing alone at night at my house and I'd go to bed and just be like, uh, bow goblins everywhere. <laughs> like I just didn't like things jumping at me. But the idea of like strategy and like that stuff is cool. But even that I have to be like, I got to think harder than I know how. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, like I like games like that. And so I got into The Sims for a while, but I was never like crazy into it. But right. I did really think like I had a thought as an adult that like, wow, I just left those guys. I just left them all there. And that's like what the piece is about. It's like your Sims are waiting for you and they've evolved in these ways that are haunting. (laughs) (laughs) And they're also like prisoners trapped in a world you built and just abandoned because you were like, "Ah, gotta go, got a crush on someone now. (laughs) Yeah, it made me think of, I had a similar thing with a, a, for me, the Sims was not as intense as abandoning my Nintendogs. Uh-huh. And just thinking, because oh, yeah. they just would get like filthy and agitated. And I'm just like, are these, I mean, eventually, so these dogs just, based on when the Nintendo DS was a thing, these dogs are dead and they died like hungry and filthy and oh, neglected. Have you read um, Ted Chang's new book? No. Yes, that's exactly what I was Googling really? was the name of the... So Digians the, is the, what they're called, but the, I don't know what the story is called. There's a short story called like um, something about software obsolescence or something like that. Something and accessible. It started as a novella, 
uh, and then was in his most recent um, book. He's he's great. It's about a it's about. <laughs> So it's okay. This look. author wrote the short story that Arrival is based <sighs> Thank on. Thank you. I'm here. Right. Um, so he's this terrific uh, short story writer. That's all I. Can. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> so he wrote. So he wrote about these AI pets and that they're trying to teach them language. And then once they develop consciousness, there is that you can't abandon them. Right. Like you can't. Like it's impossible. You can't. But everybody has one. They become extremely popular, and yeah. then mm. suddenly they stop being popular. So yeah. everyone abandons them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's, it's really, it's really cool. That it's sounds just good. like so beautifully done and also it's the, like not a funny short essay like mine it's a sad world about mm. how we i don't know the life cycle of software objects that's is, what it is is the name yeah. of the yeah. book and short story can i give you my hot take on short stories oh boy too long i feel like short stories are always like i, sh- I feel like i should be able to get the, through this in one sitting <laughs> maybe you need a bookmark for a short story i'm like what are you doing <laughs> can, we, can maybe, we either make this a novel or or cut it down I would like to add the sound of like a fireplace under that when he like, like, like we suddenly cut to Nick like he's beside the fireplace. Yeah. He's really given us his 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 take on the short story. But Maybe he, have a siren going off up top. What? <laughs> I was. I think we're all imagining something different because oh. I imagine you turning to camera and being like, "Oh, hello. <laughs> have I got a take for you?" And it's sizzling. Yeah. yeah. What's oh. that guy from Sixty Minutes? The, that old Mike fool. Wallace? Andy Rooney? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> You Andy Rooney looking ass. So in my head, I'm Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> and you guys are perceiving corny ass Andy Rooney. <laughs> the dead crank. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck. Don't have a sense of my self-image. Uh, so, I do want to tell you one yeah. other game that I really loved. Ooh. The other type of game was escape games, but they're on like the iPad and oh. they're from Japan. I used to play them on my computer, but now you can get them on the iPad. Have you played these no. what specifically are you describing escape games yeah <laughs> no, no 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 that's what yeah. i meant I mean, like what like what is i have i don't there's like a there's a website called like neutral dot okay something um get it up there get it up there man <laughs> neutral dot something <laughs> get it up on the board hurry does, does this look like does this look like a list of things familiar to you uh Japanese escape games. There's from one called Neutral. If you look at like Neutral, I, I look at nu- Neutral escape games. Um, ju- I say this because there's like 1,000 terrible versions of these where uh-huh. the the clues are like, what's two plus two? Mm. You know, and you just have to do like dumb uh-huh. math games. And then there are some. Those are yeah, Neutral's room escape games. I think. So these games are they they're they're a game that's like an escape room, but it's on your iPad or your iPhone. Yeah, oh. and they're very like. Um, they're very puzzly in a really satisfying way when mm-hmm. they're really good. Like, like you'll have like you'll go through the room and find all these items. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll find like a piece of paper. You'll find like a pencil, and you have to get out of the room. And you're like, I don't understand. But if you look closely at the door, you'll see there's half a key in there, and you have to use the pencil, poke the key out, put the like put the paper under, then poke the key out, then pull the Got paper it. to you. Ah. And when you get it, you're like. Uh, <laughs> it's like this extreme satisfaction but that's why I hate like there's like thousands of terrible ones mm. but there are some that are really good and like I've gotten really good at just like starting to play them and then like waiting until a day when I can when I care again rather than just cheating my way through it mm-hmm. it oh. sounds like what it sounds to me when I'm picturing and I could be wrong is like kind of like a a mist but without a story element yeah yeah okay. it's similar to that have you guys also played Baba is You Oh, yeah, I'm aware of this game. I've not played it. I haven't played yeah. Baba Is You, nor have I heard of it. It's very frustrating. It's like a logic kind of game that's on the Switch, and it's pretty fun. I got pretty into it, but now I'm like, I don't want to go back to there. It's The brain is working really hard. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is from like this year. This is a, a new game that I just haven't messed around with yet um but yeah, so what like what like describe what exactly the gameplay is um how to describe this so basically it'll say it has like three word sentences and they are logic based so it'll say like baba is you Mm. and baba is a character and if you move the is it'll just say baba and then is is gone and it'll say you and then you're dead Mm. because your baba isn't you anymore right so you have to do all these things like wall is open so you can walk through the wall to get a key you know that's cool or like uh baba is key or baba is you know it's just like there's and they get more and more complicated to the point where you're like I have to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. that, that sounds like the that kind of rad. game that like uh, an, uh, an artificial intelligence or like an alien intelligence would design right. to try and communicate with us. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're all staring at their phones. This will be the way we communicate. Baba mm-hmm. is you. <laughs> uh, uh, me is space. <laughs> <laughs> 
your last movie insulted my dog. <laughs> the fucking sentences we're assembling in this week's awful game. Um, speaking of putting words together in, in weird ways. Nice so, transition. That was really, really liquid. It was excellent. Oh, okay. Very right. good. Thank Very you. Good. Especially good. for me, who one of my insults was your dog killed your whole family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir, the Hollywood Roast is a turn-based fighting game, fundamentally. Uh, Heather, you have some context for its development. What? Oh, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> I thought you did. I thought we texted about this. Uh, yeah, so... Pokemon. I, no, I don't. <laughs> Not its development, but the publisher is a, a Dutch publisher. And okay. uh, I lived in Holland for three years. And this this game is very much about, it, like, the, the way it works is you assemble these sentences and they insult the other player, who can be a real human or it's a, a CG what do you call that? A computer player? What is that name? MCP. An NPC? CPU? There it is. Uh, so anyway, uh, when I lived in Holland, culturally, it's very... Um, the reason this game fits very well with a Dutch culture is it's very... Uh, like it's the way to live is that you just tell people how you think of them. Yes. And sometimes that leans pretty insulting. What would like, like let's say you're a Dutch person and you saw me in the street. What would you say? Oh, uh, no, I can't do that. Do you know? She almost <laughs> did. I'll try. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've got one. Yeah. Uh, a dog killed your whole family. <laughs> but like when I did a show, uh, like afterwards they would they would come up to you after the show and they'd mm-hmm. be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that was a great show, and I do not like your haircut." <laughs> <laughs> or they or they'd be like, "Yeah, your pants are too low, and they make it look bad for you." <laughs> so. But you're very funny, and uh, you know you could keep doing this, and maybe someday you would be good enough to get paid. Like, like, <laughs> so like, crazy. It's all, like it's just sort of the way. It's just the way everybody communicates. Right, there. the friendly lies we have in America are not really yeah, part of the culture. Extinguished, and and it's it's the it, to be falsely friendly is off-putting. Wow. There. So this uh, felt very Dutch to me. Right. Well, the and the the. The de- the developer I believe is Polish, yeah. Biomonarch, and it's it's interesting for an English language game that is so dependent on words that this is clearly made by someone where there's a language barrier, and that because <laughs> it, it's a huge part of how the games the gameplay is basically for anyone who hasn't played it, and why would you? You are assembling <laughs> sentences phrase by phrase to try to insult your opponent, yeah. And the reason the roast element is that these characters in the game are all like rough parodies slash mashups of existing celebrities because they can't use actual names and likenesses. Right. So the car, the the cover art features like a Deadpool esque character, mm-hmm. and he is the stand-in for Ryan Reynolds or for Marvel movies in general. Yes, but it, his character name is Wisecrack. Yeah. Not Deadpool. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Her fake name is Marilyn No More. Marilyn which, No More. Is that about she's dead? Yeah. <laughs> it Jesus. is. It's very grim, but also she's n- she's not like Marilyn Monroe as we know her. She's an old Marilyn Monroe. So yeah. it's like if Marilyn Monroe was not killed when she was younger, did not die tragically in her prime. Wait, hold on. You, I think you let something slip yeah. there, Nick. You said killed. Yes. You. So do you think? Nick, if you, a global conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legit forgot how Marilyn Monroe died and then I corrected. I think it was like an overdose maybe, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Killed by drugs. Yeah, yeah okay, great. <laughs> um, the, uh, but, yeah, but she's like old, she's like elderly and I think she's kind of has an element of Joan Rivers. Maybe I'm wrong about that because she's very self-conscious about her look slash what she wears. I didn't I know, don't know. Yeah, I didn't know much about the, uh, the people they were parodying, but I did know that everybody in this game was reprehensible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the art style is, so they have this this 2D kind of chibi character design, but it's aggressively angular, and I feel like the game is just unpleasant to look at. Well, the, I feel like this art would be really, really cool outside of the context of this game. Mm, like interesting. It's, it's really good uh, pixel art, and it's really artistically um, satisfying in some way, but like it's, I think it's ugly on purpose it to is, make yes. fun. It's characters of these horrible people, and so that's why it's so ugly. But it, like, if I if I saw art in this style by whoever this artist is, I'd be like, ah, that's that's 
kind of cool. It's it, like intentionally grotesque. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, they're like puzzle fighter characters, but constructed all with harsh angles. Like yeah. they look like very, it, it's it's not pleasant. But so the other characters in the game, Dirty Potter, which is a mashup of Harry Potter and Dirty Harry, baffling. Yeah. It's just like a like a <laughs> an, a grizzled Western wizard. Very confusing. Is he voiced by the guy who does Duke Nukem? Because it sounded like it to me. <laughs> Damn, I'm looking good. Because each of those characters is also voiced. So when right. you assemble these sentences, they read them out loud. And right. Harry sounded like he was voiced by Duke. I'm Dirty Potter. Yeah, yeah. Like what that. kind of sick motherfucker would handle wet feces? It's <laughs> a line from Duke Nukem Forever that I reviewed. I'm really glad you explained that the dirty was from Dirty Harry. Because I was just like, I guess it's just Harry Potter with a crazy voice. Yeah. That was the only, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but that was the only justification I could come up with because it seemed like they were throwing some Clint Eastwood elements in there. Also, the Greasy Wizard, who is a horny version of... Uh, Gandalf. Gandalf, yes. And then there's Jane Blunt, who I pieced together as a female James Bond. Mm. Um, Wait, I thought she was Emily Blunt. Oh, is that who she's supposed to be? I thought she was just straight up Emily Blunt. Because she's throwing in spy references, too, and her level is a casino. So I thought it was a James Bond thing. Mm, mm. I don't know. It's it's certainly not. Here's the thing. If you're going to be... (laughs) If, if you're going to be like parodying celebrities, it seems like you would just want to take like very clear targets and yeah. make it mapped one to one, not have to try to figure out who you're insulting in there this game. There might be like laws. I guess so. But at the same time, the those celebrities are named by name in the insults. So it's like you have <laughs> Dirty Potter, but then he, Dirty Potter says you you smarmy eyed Leonardo DiCaprio. And you're like, well, how can you, you can't, you, I mean, if you can't draw him, yeah. how can you say him? How can you, like, you have to have a, uh, a visual representation and a different name of Arnold Schwarzenegger's Conan character, but you are referencing Kevin Smith's enormous jorts in dialogue. It's yeah. like very, it's a weird disconnect because then you're talking about real celebrities and the insults you're crafting. We should probably, uh, other characters, Groan, which is the Conan, the barbarian. Mm-hmm. Not Gronan, just Groan. Uh, Chop Suey, who is the, uh, a, I guess just a, yeah, generally yeah, yeah. racist Asian character. Super racist. Um, She's and, not, ra- well, she is racist, but also it's racist. Yes, it's, yeah. Everything's racist. It's right. terribly racist and it's a modern game and it's like, whoa! Yeah, very strange. Uh, Nosferatu, Who's like a vampire youth? Nosferatu. Nosferatine. Nosferatine. And then F. Parker, CFO, the last boss, who I just was like a vague rich guy. Who is he supposed to be? Is he supposed to be Trump? A a Wall Street investor in Hollywood. Like I thought he was like a, a VC, right? A venture capitalist who controls a studio. So That's the, what I thought. So this is like the equivalent of like Seth in Street Fighter 4. It's just like a big, like big wig, like last boss you get to who isn't necessarily connected to the rest of the game. I thought Seth in Street Fighter 4 was connected by lore. Okay. I don't, I, I, I don't, don't fucking know. know. I, I don't fucking know either. Like Shang Tsung maybe? Sure. I sure. don't know. Okay. He's Shang Tsung. I just want everyone to get along. I used to play Street Fighter at Round Table Pizza. Which Street Fighter are we talking? The first one on the arcade. Wow. Wait, Street it? Fighter 1? It, it might have been 2. two. It's probably 2. I don't know games. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> so the, the difficulty level of this game is, if you play the career mode, seems very flat. It doesn't seem like it ever gets any harder. Like even this last boss we were just talking about is the same level of difficulty as the tutorial level. Yeah, and you earn points by combining sentence fragments together, but they don't need to make sense. They don't need to make any sense. It just needs to tie together. You just need to use conjunctions where they're they're needed and to use put nouns and verbs in the right place. Yeah, so, so you'll get like an option of like who you're insulting and it'll be like, your dog, your sister, your mom, you, and then you add to it like some vague Hollywood reference. So it'll be like, your mom drowned on Titanic, but uh, your dog should have gotten a bigger piece of the back end from <laughs> James Cameron. <laughs> okay. My only note on that, Heather, is that was too good. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's some ones from the game. I transcribed a few of these. Your next movie can't afford your sidekick. Response. Your dad tweeted angrily about Princess Diana's ghost. You got to do it with the voice, though. Oh, that's some, true. That's some true. Some kind of a voice. Yeah, like, that's true. So it's like, your dad was angry about... 
Princess Diana's ghost. Right. So because th- these are all pre-recorded <laughs> fragments that they're assembling, and that's the thing you pick you pick it out in text, and then you have to listen to it be replayed in a very like listen to it be vocalized in a very unnatural, slow way. There were times where I would combine the words, and they would actually be decent insults, yeah. and it would get such a low score because they were just fast and sharp. <laughs> yes. Oh, I and, yeah. But if you like string together like nonsense garbage, it's like bonus, double bonus. It's really about stringing together lengthy combos. Did you want about. some nonsense? Yeah, yes, please. Here's another one I screenshotted. Your sister got cancer after being exposed to your ex and hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one I have. Uh, I like this one. Your mom is yet another reboot of your dad. <laughs> That's somehow beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's kind of good. That's like an incredible sci-fi premise. Yes, The ending theme, once you complete the game, is somebody genuinely and seriously singing these insults as if it was a movie credit sequence. <laughs> no. And I was, that was the first time I actually was like, huh, that's not bad. Because it was like, <laughs> your sister is a ghost who got rebooted as Dorothy and like you're just like what the fuck is happening but like credits are playing it is weirdly beautiful in the same way that Snake Eater is it's just kind of like (laughs) gets you an odd moment I recorded a little bit on my on my phone let's see if it'll I don't know what she's saying but like but there it made less money than whatever. <laughs> so here were some of the longer ones that I got huge numbers of points for. And this just gives a sense of of how much gibberish you're constructing here. It's honestly the game. You're just assembling word salad. It's like being a speechwriter for Joe Biden. It's just, <laughs> no, just stuff just doesn't make any sense. Here we go. Your face disrespects set technicians and traded chips for a jilted ex-lover and is about a star-studded gala. And trust me, I've been around the block. <laughs> <laughs> now that last part That's... was what the game calls and this is again the language barrier in action a comeback. Yeah. If you have a if you get enough if you take enough damage you can punctuate your insult with a comeback, which is not a comeback, it's not a retort, it's just a little tag to your existing insult, it's, which specific to your character. It's like a super move in that like generally you build up super moves in Street Fighter by taking enough damage that once you unleash them, it's your last ditch effort at winning the game. So a comeback in theory in this game is when you're about to lose, you have one chance to come back and win. Yes. Because it's an insult game, comeback has a different meaning. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the wrong term. It's just, it's not good. Maybe it means like a star-studded comeback. You know, like a star makes a comeback. Oh, Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you guys just don't get the game. (laughs) (laughs) How much, uh, like, how much did you, did you play with the game? Like, how much did you, how much time did you get with it? Oh, two to three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) This is one I really wanted to give up on quickly. I frantically played at lunch today, too, at work, because I was like, I got to play a little more. And then I also watched, um... I watched a really funny Irish man talking oh, yes. about it, uh, and he was going through a lot of things, and he really cared. He was like, what's going on with my arms? <laughs> like, he was like, very into it, uh, which made me like it more, actually. I was like, well, he's having a fun time. And then I also watched like an ad for it that made me like it a little more, which was like... Uh, and we in no way were pressured to do this by network executives. <laughs> uh, yeah, the I, I watched a similar. I think I also watched a some playthrough by an Irish guy, uh, but it was of the previous game, the Insult game. Yeah, and this I, is I'm a sequel right to a hit. Yes, big hit, right? Yeah, a big hit, a big unexpected hit for everyone involved. Also, the game was developed in a single day. Uh, it was done in during uh, like one of those. Um, Game crams. Right. So they they came up. The, I, I think the prompt was some uh, some like vague insult reference. And they were like, oh, you could make like an insult game. And they kind of like threw together this game in a day. And then it got enough positive feedback that they were like, oh, we can expand this into an actual concept. Right. And then that was such a hit that then they released DLC and, and a sequel. And can you imagine ever having an idea that good in a single day that you make millions of dollars or at least <laughs> hundreds of thousands? I had an idea for a 
podcast where we review bad video games. <laughs> <laughs> and we, and we're now staying. we're in prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is probably the one you were talking about, Shiraco. Uh, Jack Septic Eye is the Irish streamer. Um, and this, this is one of the videos. That I, this is one is of Osir, the insult simulator, which I'll turn around real quick. Uh, so you can see this. I think the original, which was not Hollywood based, it was all, it's all like British fops. Mm-hmm. It almost like works a little bit better. It's just a little bit more charming because you're not trying to do the mental math of who are these characters yeah. Yeah. and try to figure out if why these insults would make sense about uh, against them. Um, there's this uh, this game I really the classic uh, uh, adventure game series, The Secret of Monkey Island, and they had an element in that game insult sword fighting that is it's it's good. It's done through a dialogue tree. And there it's you actually have like full sentences that are written and then full retorts that you can use. So it's like a, it makes sense. The And, and that's like a, a lot more fun than this version where you're just like, you know, again, just assembling random phrases. I found this um, language simulator very familiar, though, mm. because I feel like half of the time that I'm speaking, I'm like, please just continue <laughs> to put words <laughs> in front of the other words. Right. But continue to speak like you're in a cartoon and the train is going and you're building yes. the track in front yeah, of you. That is that is my experience of talking to a person. <laughs> it's really actually an excellent like like this is what's happening now. Yeah. A feeling of the words and a big hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, a few more I screen capped that were just uh, bananas. Uh, your dog emptied an entire clip on your financial portfolio and had a steamy makeout scene with back acne and you just got shark attacked. <laughs> I think I, can I, can I plug in my switch and pull up the, yes. cause I've, since I beat the game, I think I can revisit anything. Yeah. Dirty Potter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'll pick Conan because he's got a familiar, um, Voice sound. Yeah, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm a pacifist. I unguard nothing. You mean you aren't going to fight me? <laughs> Absolutely not. I am no barbarian. Oh, I know you aren't calling me a barbarian. That and much more. This part's pre-recorded. There's no reason for those jokes not to make sense. <laughs> it's like a fr- so. There's the what you just played. What we just listened to was the pre-fight banter, which a lot of fighting games have. But it's usually just one line from each character. Yeah. This is always like a six-line exchange, and it takes so long. So I'm in real time assembling an insult. So this is about how long it takes. Okay, here we go. Uh, and um, then I have ended. So. Dirty Potter will say his insult, and then Arnold will say his. Right. So right now, the C- you and the CPU are taking turns picking insults from a menu, picking words and phrases. Yeah. And then when you both completed, it will be read out. All right. So here we go. This oh, my God. He's still going. <laughs> this is thrilling. <laughs> He's still going. All right. Here we go. Momenta. Lied to the press about your last movie and... Had an affair with veiny biceps and was cast as dozens of time paradoxes. So satisfying. <laughs> that did that did 25 oh, points of damage. Whoa. Reminds me of a filthy mudblood. And that did 12 points of damage. There it is. That's you're, the game. Okay, so I yeah. know we're like very angry with this game for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons, but also watching that, I'm thinking about playing Octopath Traveler. And like, <laughs> what's the difference between being like, I'll hit you with this sword. Let me wait 10 minutes. Right. I'll hit you with this sword now. Let me wait 10 minutes. Like, it's just hitting different buttons and hoping the fight comes out in so your you're saying you So you're saying that I all gaming, game. all gaming <laughs> is just hitting buttons. And waiting today. <laughs> today. I feel like I have a fix for the game. Yes. Okay. So... Obviously, like the certain word combinations make bigger points, right? Uh, I'm thinking. I keep thinking of the game Scribble Knots while yeah. we're talking mm, about yes. this, because like that game, you can do anything by just writing any word that you can truly think of. Very few times where they're like, you can't do that. Yeah, this was a DS game where you were a little boy going yeah. on an adventure and you could write uh, a word and it would become an object in the game, which was mind blowing. Yeah, in- wait, really? Incredible yeah. game. Yeah. And so I'm just like. You could assign 
an arbitrary point value to just every single word in the English language mm. or any language and then make it so that you could have you have to write a real roast you have to use real words <laughs> and make a joke and it scores you on whatever words you use and then that's how you play this game instead of piecing together predetermined things that might not actually make sense yeah I guess just probably my counter to that is that actually sounds like a lot more work <laughs> <laughs> I think they really wanted to phone this one in. I uh, Scribble Knots was great. Um, it was it was like you could write like dinosaur and a dinosaur would appear and you'd mm. write robot hands and it would like get robot hands and then you'd be like baseball cap and you could put a baseball cap on the dinosaur and it's like ride the dinosaur and you ride like yes. it was fucking. So I wrote was, once. I wrote once uh, my birth father and it was a picture of my dad's friend. It's <laughs> 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 <This is> weird. <laughs> <laughs> I once wrote a picture I, I once wrote my dad's friend and it was a picture of my birth father <laughs> <laughs> wait so what <laughs> to wait. me is the game just huh? words scribble just, not yeah what do you do things with these guys yeah so you anything you write then becomes a tangible object. Yeah. So then, so if you had, like, there'd be a puzzle and it would be like, there'd right. be a beehive in a tree and it, above the beehive would be a key. So you'd get a gun. And so you could. <laughs> and shoot all individual bees. You could, you a could. A tiny gun for bees. <laughs> but you could also, you could also get like fire, you could write fire hose and like spray the bees or you could write like a bear and the bear would go over to the tree automatically pre-programmed and like shake the tree and eat the honey. Like it was fucking amazing. It's yeah. kind of a miracle of, devel- of development. Yeah, it's a miracle. Yeah. I really want to play it. It sounds like Harold and the Purple Crayon. I don't. You name it's more sort of, games I've never that is heard a of. a children's book. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> it is sort of, it, it feels that way. It yeah. feels like that kind of Harold magic. Yes. It's a weird, creepy, nihilistic mm-hmm children's book you should read it that it's, sounds like something that's a story that's a length I could handle like, <laughs> give me a children's book I can finish in one setting you say that now <laughs> Harold in the purple eight pages is too many <laughs> uh, well let's get to our final thoughts on this game it's time for our review crew So at least say something positive about Oh Sir, the Hollywood Roast, and then give the game a numerical decimal rating. Heather, is your still your switch still hooking up to the aux cord? N- no. Can you do you mind redo redoing that real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you have it up, uh, Jesus you have it up. Christ. Well, I don't think this is too. This is a reasonable ask. Fucking quit this podcast. <laughs> All right, let's not make this into a thing. <laughs> not All me. Right. I'm committed. Do you want me to turn it back on? <laughs> yes. I, I'm just because my positive thing is I kind of like the main title music. Oh. Well, how do I, how can I? I think this is it. No, that was, that was. Oh, that's the, that's the. Uh... Oh, and like the record scratch. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, let me see if I go all the way out. Back, 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 back. No, this is it. This is oh. what I'm talking about. Oh, Th- this, this is my positive for the game. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like this. Um, I'm going to give this a point two. Jesus. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's see. I, ugh, fuck. Um, I don't know. I, I guess the game really made me think about writing in a different way. Mm. Uh, because I was like, oh, you it, maybe sometimes I'm a little bit too linear with my thinking, and it would be interesting once in a while to write a character. Or this is an excellent tutorial for how to write an AI-based character in a script, because like you could like pre write all these phrases and then assemble them as language mm, and that right. might make it sound like really authentic uh other than that i did not enjoy myself um and i was i was bummed out a lot by the uh the racism in the game so um point uh 0.9 all right go ahead matt uh my well if i had to say something positive it's that there are so there are characters that are sort of mashups of characters yes. in this game, but then there are also characters that are based on real people. Like there is a Deadpool character, but there is also a Marilyn Monroe, or there is a Samuel L. Jackson, and that 
simply does not make any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very funny. That's probably the funniest thing I could think of in this game. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't, like, it doesn't, right. it's not even a Samuel L. Jackson character. It yes. is just him as a human man. So it's, it's Bill Clinton interacting with Papa Smurf. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the Kingdom Hearts of Hollywood. Yes, yeah, it, it is 100%. It is that. So it's one of the worst things I've played in a, in a while and that's saying something. It really sucks. Uh so I'm going to say I got to say yeah, like point I'll say point 6. Point 6. Okay. Wow. Okay, Shiraco. What's the scale? Uh it just says 0 for 10, 0 to 10. 0 to 10. Yeah, oh, yeah like that sort of thing. Really yeah. badly. Yeah. Um hmm, okay. I like the thing that the Irish man liked, which is the long arms on that one character. (laughs) They kind of wrap around him and they're like, ooh, they look like Stretch Armstrong, you know? Mm -hmm. That's fun. All right. Um, I've never made a game, so, you know, art's hard. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's true. Um, I'll give it a zero. (laughs) (laughs) So we didn't like this game, but hey. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. So I didn't find a lot of ultra positive reviews for this game. I'm surprised that you had trouble finding positive reviews. You found found ones. So many positive reviews. Where were you looking? Uh, Steam. Oh, okay. Uh, Here's here's a review, though, from kinglinkreviews.com. Uh... And this person is very passionate about the game and says, insult comedy have been something I've loved for a long time ever since I saw a video of Don Rickles performing. It's a guilty pleasure, but when done right, it can be extremely funny. Still, as a fan of insult comics, it's entertaining, but I'm also aware that insult comedy isn't exactly a mainstream thing. And if you aren't a fan of that type of comedy, you'll probably want to miss this one. This is for the type of person who likes Guards Against Humanity for its... It's raunchiness. <laughs> I give Oster the Insult Simulator a three out of five. Wow. The, the game isn't even that raunchy is the thing. It's no. it just so raunchy. <laughs> Cards Against Humanity? No, the, the game that we're, the, the uh, Oster the Hollywood Roast, the one we played. I know, it's also not insults. No, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of incoherent. Um, Here's one, and there's not a lot to this one, but this is by Pig's Poop 85 <laughs> in the App Store. Five stars. <laughs> The text of the review by Pig's Poop 85 is in its entirety, wow. <laughs> so uh, I guess now I've been doxxed. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got one more here. This is yeah. not a positive review, but it was so angry. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. This is not recommended. Kefka writes... Pretty bold move telling a professional writer to learn to grammar because you included words that could be used in multiple ways, but only allowed the to be used one with no indication of how they're meant to be used. This person got done and was like, I am paid to write and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write a review about how angry this game made me. Do you think that was Quentin Tarantino? (laughs) (laughs) It's time for a segment. Yay! All right, guys, I've got a segment for us. Um, So uh, I decided to see if I could do this game tangibly. And so I have built... The actual game, I've stripped it down to paper and pens, and we're going to have an insult contest right here in the wow. How Did This Get Played booth. So in front of you, you you'll see categories, and you shuffle them, shuffle them up a little bit. So you mix. These are, okay, shuffle them up. So I'm using my hands to shuffle up paper for those of you who aren't in the room. All right, so, so here's how it's going to work. You yes. take a noun, a thing, a conjunction, and another thing, and you assemble your insult... Uh, probably in that order. Uh, and then we'll read off those insults to each other and we'll see who wins. So this is, this is Oster, the how did this get played roast, yeah, if this, you will. Yeah, this is Oster, how did this get played roast. So we'll see if it works. So we have physical piles of paper in front of us. Yeah. And who's going first? Uh, I, I feel, I don't, uh, that... <laughs> I didn't think that how far. About, how about this? <laughs> because the element, there's an element in the game where you're not. You, it's turn based. Yes. So right. how about we just kind of go around the table and you pick from 
just any one of them that you want, and okay. then you go to the next one that you need on your next turn. Okay, so we got conjunctions, yeah. things, and what was that other category? Wait, no, so I think you just, hold on. I'm so confused. All right, here's how it's going to go. We yeah. need to make this as sure. boring as the game. Shiraco's going to choose one from each category. Okay. okay. I'm she'll do it now. And she, Yeah, go ahead. And she'll assemble her insult. And then, I'm choosing a noun. And then Nick will do the same thing. Uh, one of them is blank. Did you get a blank one? No? Okay, I got great. a blank one. Get it, put the blank one away. Why is there a blank one in there? Because the, there's category... Oh, my God. <laughs> the category labels are not... <laughs> so I also have included paper... I've also included paper that has the category label. This has Don't the vibe of that. the game. <laughs> Don't take that. All right. It's hard to make a game. Uh, we should also rank this yeah, game. Yeah, we'll rank this game. Okay. Okay, great. So, uh, so yeah, choose a noun, a conjunction, a thing, and a, and, a, and another thing. Go. Okay, Nick. so now this, I'm doing, taking one piece of paper, one scrap of paper from each pile right now. <laughs> great, great. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, uh, Matt, you, you choose? Okay. Okay. And if this was like a real board game, then we would do like some kind of gambit thing, and, you know, you'd, you'd bet. Like, oh, I think I'm going to get five points of roast out of this, but instead we'll just say it. All right, great. Um, this is raunchier than Cards Against Humanity. Is it? <laughs> okay, great. Heather, this is wrong. <laughs> I don't... Okay. <laughs> should, should, should we read ours? Yeah, uh, yeah, wow, yeah. You're so, bad. So why don't you go... We'll just go clockwise the way you order. So you go for, You go first. I go first. Yeah, Jiraco, This is this is towards Nick. Nick, this is your about to get roasted. Wow, Nick, you watched Epstein tapes for fun and would eat ass to prove it. Not <laughs> <laughs> an insult just defines me as a man. <laughs> All right, Nick, your insult for Matt. Okay. Hey, Matt, your idealized version of yourself believes OJ and is a beardless Sandy Hook denier. <laughs> Good God. At least give the man a beard. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> All right, this one is for Shiraco. Okay. I just want to say first, I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, Shiraco, your future son did 9-11... And blames you for it. <laughs> He's a time traveler. <laughs> that worked out. That was not so bad. That kind of makes sense. Yes, this is good. This, this is a better is a game. game. I will say that this is an attempt to do something different. Yes. And for that, it should be valued. Like it's The like, game itself. The yeah, premise of the game. Yeah, the premise of the oh, game yeah. is like a yeah. pretty fucking cool idea. Like, what if you yeah. could make an insult right. game? I have a really hard time like being like, this sucks about anything. Yeah. I did give it a zero. Yeah. But I, <laughs> but I feel like I really haven't made a game, and it's fun to be like, what if that's fun? And also, we're all just on our phones playing, like doing things to while away the hours until sure. we die. Yeah. And so it's like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for mm. trying to help yeah. death come quicker. I think we were all just unsatisfied because we wanted wanted it to be funny or real and yeah. it wasn't either of those things but the core mechanic is kind of a cool idea it's not it's not a bad idea it just makes no sense that it's got so many layers of abstraction it's time for the question block all right this one is from at wesley te on twitter what approach would you oh shit this is my friend wes hey wes, hi, wes. all right wes hi wes he says what approach would you take to develop a funny game that doesn't just get repetitive and tedious? Ooh. Um. I feel like the funny games, that the games I've played that have made me laugh have just had, like, funny stuff that can happen within it as opposed to being a... This is either it's either had funny, sharp dialogue that is fun, that is uh, entertaining because it ha you go you play through it once and you get you experience that the same way you experience like a movie or a TV show. Or it's just got like funny stuff that can happen because of, like the physics of the world or the premise itself, you know? Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about like TV writing, like the, um, you know, Undertale, mm -hmm. that first part with the flower where it's like, help me, I'm weak. And then you help and it's like, ha ha ha, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like you made a mistake. And I'm like, that's so fun. But right. it's done it in a way that like, that's the only answer you'll get. You know, like there's yeah, no other yeah, way right. you could have gone. Mm -hmm. Like right. you did the thing to help it, to save it, because that's the game. And then it gives you a joke and you're like, that's fun. Yeah, you can't really, I mean, in terms of like writing, you can't really have emergent writing be funny. 
because comedy has to be structured to set up one expectation and then deliver a different one. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you can't make a game about making comedy for the player. But like Portal is a really funny game. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Because it's just got great writing in it. I do think that it's funny to have emergent gameplay in games that are not designed to be funny. So, for example, if you watch playthroughs of Grand Theft Auto Online mm -hmm. and somebody is, like, riding a bike off a mountain and then gets hit by an airplane or is walking <laughs> yeah. and then yes. gets hit by an airplane, that's... <laughs> Why it's funny is that, like, you're not supposed to have seen an airplane where the airplane is. Yes. Like, yes. So yeah. that's funny. Yeah, games that are also, some of these platformer, they're, they're platformers that are designed to be, like, patently unfair, you know, and that they yeah. just have, like, you, you have to, you're going to go, you're going to die in unfair ways. Like, those are amusing to, to look at or just, like, a really punishingly difficult Mario Maker level that someone's mm -hmm. struggling through. Yeah. Um, I've seen some Dark Souls stuff that's has made me laugh because just, like, oh, that's just so unfair what yeah. just happened to that person yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah it's 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 tough it, uh, uh, all right let's look at the next question uh this one's from uh at dirk brammer <laughs> at dirk brammer <laughs> i'm not laughing at your name i just i like that it's the christmas version of that is jolly old saint dirkulus <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's an a plus uh one of the funnier things uh than this game uh but he says uh my my family has nearly torn itself apart over blue shells and Monopoly money. W whether board games or video games, what's the biggest multiplayer meltdown you've experienced? I have an answer. Whoa. I was Mario Party 2 in my college dorm. So there was a there was a a tense moment because two friends, two of my friends' girlfriends uh had were competing for a star and during one of the mini games um, there was a literal controller unplug to gain an advantage and it turned into like almost the dissolution of a friendship. Oh my God. Because it was, there's, it's just like just outside the bounds of what you're supposed, how you're supposed to game. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that was what I witnessed. And then they, they just like went at it and it was, it was rough and they weren't hanging out for a little while and it was all over fucking Mario party. Yeah. <laughs> I have one that's really not fun. Yeah. Um, we were playing Quiplash, you know that game? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like a game on apple tv or whatever and you put in fun jokes and we were in this room of like 13 people and one guy put in something that was really racist Ugh, and i don't oh remember God. it but everyone just went silent and like half of us left the room jesus and oh was man just like i'll see you good night yeah. like because he was somebody's roommate mm -hmm. so he wasn't our friend group huh. and it was just like wow this is Anyway, do we all feel bad? <laughs> yeah, I feel, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would treasure any opportunity to play a multiplayer game with actual people. <laughs> so <laughs> I cannot relate to this question. I do have another one, oh. which is maybe my uh, my one of my high school friends, his cousin Bogey, uh, got so mad at more uh, losing at Mortal Kombat that he took out a, his gun <gasps> and shot the TV Elvis style but it was such a shitty gun that it didn't like crack the tube of the TV it just kind of disheveled it and then after that he was like I got to get rid of this gun oh so lesson was learned god. <laughs> oh my god uh, what uh, one question what's Elvis style <laughs> I used to say that Elvis would shoot TVs that was like his thing wasn't it wasn't that a thing Elvis Presley was a famous musician <laughs> He was he was big in the fifties. Who? He had a resurgence in the seventies. <laughs> he was an eccentric guy, and when he got up display when he was displaced by a TV program, he'd shoot the TV with a gun. This was a thing. When he was displaced <laughs> by a TV program? Displeased by a TV program. I said displaced, I meant displeased. When he was on a TV show and he's like, I don't, this, sh it's lampooned in The Simpsons. You've seen that, the, this show ain't no good. And he's in the Itchy and Scratchy episode where Bart and Lisa write it. Okay, I've been trapped. I have seen that. <laughs> that trapped me. That's based on the thing that Elvis would do. Nick took off his shirt midway through that rant. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about that joke to me is yeah. that um, every joke on the Simpsons that came uh, is referencing something that came uh, before I was born. I did not understand and still do not. Mm. Well, I I had never heard about the Elvis shooting a. I mean, I guess that happened before any of us were born, so that's no fucking excuse. I do. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but I also I did. I was. I'll admit I was being silent for the joke. Yeah. I did know that he did do that. Oh, okay. Here's a here's a picture of the TV. 
Okay. With a shoe, with a bullet hole in it. Uh, that's Nick written is, by you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you—that's just your monitor that you shot. <laughs> it's playing footage from Epstein's cell. <laughs> why doesn't? Why didn't Elvis just have a remote control for his TV? I mean, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he probably did. But oh. he was so rich, he could just. You know, um, flagrantly uh, spend money. What do you call that? A vulgar display money. of power. Oh, yeah, of, yeah, of capitalism. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, give us another question. This one's from at Gerard Adam. What was the hardest you ever got roasted and the best roast you dished out? I did a good burn. Oh, you did one? I did one. Well, let's hear it. I was like seven years old. <laughs> and I want to preface this by saying we were all very poor. <laughs> <laughs> we were all socioeconomically disadvantaged. <laughs> okay. But I said we were we were having a dis battle, me and this girl Sylvia, and there was a big group around us. And I said, Where do you shop? JC Pennies? And in the moment it came to me, just costs pennies. Everyone Whoa. screamed. <laughs> wow. It was it was a good moment. That's very good. So there was like a great. point in seventh grade where like you were in a group of people? Seven years old. Oh, seven this years old. Like it's a world first of difference. Grade, second grade. Wow. Another time, this isn't a burn, it's just a sad traumatic memory. Uh, in middle school, I was bullied by this girl. And this whole group of friends, they were my best friends. <laughs> and, one, and one of them said, uh, we don't want to hang out with you anymore. And I was like, oh, and that's the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, that's- it was brutal. And Good I think God. about it a lot. That's but then rough. like one of the vice president of the cool kids who was part of that group would call me every night secretly. We were secretly friends. Oh, that's nice. I'm fine. <laughs> you guys keep blood in touch. coming out of my eyeballs, <laughs> but I'm fine. Uh, so here, the the I've, I've received a number of vicious insults, but I one that's that stuck with me is I was wearing I was a, a portly child as I am a, a doughy man, um, but I was I was particularly you know I was chunky and I was wearing a yellow T-shirt. And one of my friends said, this was in high school, uh, Weiger's wearing a yellow shirt to match the butter in his veins. Wow. <laughs> That's once again beautiful poetry. It was, yeah. It was pretty good. Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah. when, when I was in eighth grade, uh, there was a kid who used to draw comics of me on the board, uh, on the chalkboard. But all, all the students knew it was me, but the teacher didn't because mm-hmm. uh, I had sort of a mushroom-shaped haircut. And so he drew a mushroom. And every day the mushroom would have a different dialogue bubble. Mm. Uh, and it would be talking about how dumb I was or, or how mm. – how uh, uh what a miss it fit or whatever uh and so one day we we came in and uh and the the board said uh the world is flat and that is that which was making fun of me being stupid mm. and then midway through the day he and his friends started snickering and they went up and they erased uh and that is that and changed it to the world is flat and so am i Oh. Uh, oh no! And so I spent the next half of the day crying. No, uh, was, that was that. I got roasted. Jesus Christ! I got roasted. I, I remember one roast, and it's the only roast I've ever been proud of. It was actually really good. It was in. Fr- I was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. I was in my health class. There were uh, other kids in my class who were who had failed this class. It's a, this is a freshman level class, and right. they were like seniors, juniors in this class because they failed the class before, and. I was a real thin teenager. I weighed 110 pounds in high school uh, and was this size, but like just a real small, small boy. And they would they would make fun of me and they would they would call me tweaker because I was so thin. They were Mm. insinuating I was a meth user as a child. Uh, And I said in the class out loud to everyone, why are you making fun of me? You're a senior in a freshman health class. And even the (laughs) teacher went, oh, (laughs) (laughs) and I thought I was going to get. Uh, Well, if you have any questions for us or want to tell us the traumatic insults you heard in childhood or (laughs) delivered to others to scar them for life, uh, our new social media is at GetPlayedPod. At GetPlayedPod on all platforms. We we love it. And the the email address is GetPlayedPod at gmail.com. Yes, that's right. And I wanted to pull up the email of the guy or the guy who said to change it gave us the yes. gave us the help get played pod that's so easy it's great it's, it's so much so better good. the other one people online were like oh it's a shame because it's a funny bit it wasn't a bit we were just literally trying to say our own names 
HDTGPPod. Yeah. No. Now it's just a real challenge. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just get played pod. So shout out to Ryan at Baby City Records. Ryan, thank you so much. That was, uh, you know, sometimes the best answers are right under your nose, and I really appreciate that help. Whoa. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan's in Tokyo? Yeah, Ryan's in Tokyo. Wow, we got a, a listener in Japan. Whoa. That's cool. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Shout out Baby City Records. Uh, and shout out Shirako Dunlap. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us. Thanks for playing this awful game. Thanks for, for, for sharing your time, your talents, everything you'd like to plug at this time. Oh, uh, oh, sir, Hollywood Roast Edition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Odd, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can do that. Uh, Matt, what's next week's game? Uh, next week's game, Mutant League Football. Cool. You know, we've been saying all this negative stuff about each other for for the last, like, hour. Why don't we just go around the table and say one positive thing about one another? Oh, that's nice. Kind of the same way we do with when we're reviewing the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, You know, I'll say something to Matt. Matt, your hat reminds me of a peacock that is in full bloom in front of my favorite mountain. That's really Nick, nice, that's, Nick. That's so nice. Thank you. And, I'll, and to Heather, I'll say to you, your dog didn't have an affair with my dad. Oh, Thank that's you. so sweet. That's, that's so sincere. That's really, that's really from the heart. Nick, I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are two eyes in your head. And they look like Antarctica on a spring day with six rivers cutting through the landscape. In a nice way. And that's all she wrote. Because there isn't enough nice things to say about your eyes and your arms. Are good too. (laughs) (laughs) Can I take that whole thing? (laughs) (laughs) 